So we're recording. Is that recording? We're ready to go. So, how did you end up here? You're listening to Blank on Blank, where lost interviews come to life. Presented by the Public Radio Exchange, prx.org. I'm David Gerlach. David, I, I feel almost like, is there an interview here to do? I don't know. They think their mom is cool because I was in the room with Bob Marley and gave him chocolate pudding. (laughs) Now that's Rona Steinberg, and she's kind of downplaying what really is a remarkable story. I mean, when I first heard about it, I wanted to know how and when and where and just why she gave Bob Marley pudding, chocolate pudding. So I gave her a call. I was, you know, um, I was green. (laughs) (laughs) I just got out of getting my master's in nutrition. This was my first job as a registered dietitian and so the um, year was 1981 it was springtime and rona was working at cedars medical center it's down in miami that's when bob marley who had been battling cancer for a number of years he came in for treatment here's what happened next there was a buzz you know bob marley being in the hospital and they wanted somebody to go in to find out what he can possibly eat I was asked to go in and like I had to be very respectful because this guy was really on his way out. You know, he was very, very sick and I didn't want to come in there like, oh my God, Bob Marley. (laughs) He was lying in bed and he was surrounded by bodyguards and some relatives and I basically really spoke to them. And, of course, looked over at him, and he looked at me, and, you know, I think he was just very, very weak and glanced at me, maybe tried to give me a little expression, smile, whatever. And we came down to what he could really tolerate was something, you know, just soft and, you know, what did he like? And they told me anything chocolate. And I said, well, how about some chocolate pudding? And that was really what it came down to. He was a nice man. Like, I, I felt like a gentle energy from him, even though, of course, he was sick and weak. But that's the only way I could really express it. And what about now when you hear his music? What, what goes through your head? I do remember the image of him lying in his bed. He had gotten very, very thin, but he had all this hair, this Rastafarian, you know, long locks. And it was a little bit sad because he had so much energy and he was so cool and being up on stage and dancing around and, you know, and then he died very young. But I guess he did a lot in his short life. He really um, made quite an impression, I guess. God allowed him to do that in his short life, and I guess it was time for him to, to move on. It was like monumental, I think, in a sense, because this was somebody who um, was extraordinary, and why was I, why was I able to get in there at the end of his life? And you can... 
I guess you can get very philosophical about it. <laughs> but um, I felt sort of privileged to be able to even just be in his presence, even at that point. And I felt honored to be able to help him if that was helping him and giving him some type of, you know, satisfaction. That felt good. That's Rona Steinberg on her chance encounter with reggae legend Bob Marley at the very end of his life. Now, Bob Marley was never able to leave that hospital. He died just a few weeks later. He was just 36 years old. This interview was produced by me and Dave McGuire. Our sound logo comes to us from Jeffrey Allen Jones. And for more interviews you can't hear anywhere else, head over to blankonblank.org. Blank on Blank is presented by the Public Radio Exchange, prx.org. That's all for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening.